You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, and this is episode 13, where I'm talking really tactical this week about the most opened emails you're probably not using. Let's dig in. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Welcome back all. This is episode 13. I'm so happy you've joined us. I know you have a lot of options and podcasts to choose from, and I'm elated that you chose to invest your time in listening to this episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. This one is all about the most opened emails that you're probably not using. So one of the things that's going on in the industry right now is open rates are dropping. And also, I'm sure as you've noticed, as your email list is growing in your business, that your open rates generally go down. And that's just the way it is. And if you're not doing regular list cleanses, you're not taking dead subscribers off, that's pretty consistent. And I do find myself that removing dead subscribers is really scary. I just did it in my coaching business and my podcast, but I've been very reluctant to do it in Encircled because my gosh, those people signed up for a reason, but realistically, some of them aren't opening the emails for whatever reason. So today I'm going to share with you the three emails you're likely not using that get very, very highly open and that you and how you can kind of use them for your business and to provide additional value to your customers. So let's start there. Emails. All right. So there's this, this first email that I'm going to talk about may surprise you a little bit, but the most opened email, I think the highest open rate of any email you will ever send is actually the order confirmation. So what is an order confirmation email and when is it sent? This is an email that's automatically sent once somebody places an order on your online store or at your point of sale in uh, if you're sending email receipts in a physical store. So this order confirmation, I use Shopify. It can actually come directly through Shopify um, and usually it's built in there, but there's a number of email systems that actually integrate to improve these emails or circumvent them, I think. In the case, if you're using Shopify Plus, I think you can use Klaviyo, for example, which is an email provider to create um, these emails in there. Um, personally, at Encircled, we use an app called Spently to design more effective and more trackable and beautiful order confirmation emails and shipping notifications and stuff like that. But the order confirmation is the number one highest opened email. And that is an email that often is missed by e-commerce businesses in terms of adding in something about the business, about a promotion, or about what's going on, about an event, about a sign up. There's lots of opportunities in there to add value to your customer. And oftentimes it's not used. It's just the generic out of the box you know, if you're using Shopify, they all look the same. Um, and it's just kind of sent. So what can you do in that? And what could you do in that that wouldn't be like super off-putting to customers and that would add a lot of value and be beneficial for your business? 
So I like to think of it, it really depends. So it depends on who your customer is. It depends on, you know, what your intent is. Is your intent to get a customer to repeat? Is it to get them to subscribe to your newsletter? I think you have to pick one intent. So you have to be very clear on what your objective is. So if your objective is to grow your email list, then absolutely put a little bar at the bottom that says, want you know, a daily dose of happiness in your inbox, sign up for my daily affirmations or something like that. Um, and that can be a great way to get email subscribers onto your list that aren't already. Let's say you want to do, and you want to get a repeat purchase. You could put a coupon in there for, you know, free shipping. If they place another order within the next 48 hours or something like that, that's pretty small time frame, but you can play around with it and do like a 30 day time frame or something like that and give them a code that they can use. And that's a great way to drive repeat purchase. What else could you do? Perhaps you're really looking to grow your Instagram following or your Pinterest or your Facebook. And again, try to pick one. Don't say like, follow us on all these social channels because customers are very, very busy, just like you and I, and they don't have to find time to follow us on every single channel. And if they do, that's great. But let's be really focused and ask them to do one thing. So why not join, you know, the style party and join us on Instagram? Like make the call to action really quick, um, really easy and make it a direct action that they can take. Another thing you could do is you could promote an event. So if you have an in-person event or an online event, you could promote it in there and say, you know, love our stuff, want to shop in real life with us. We have an event coming up at XYZ Market on July 14th, and you can promote it in there. So it's kind of like free advertising. This is a really highly opened email again, because everybody wants to make sure their transaction went through and that order confirmation is that critical piece. So think about ways you can leverage this and definitely look into tools that you can use to make it a little bit more beautiful if you can than the out of a box um, Shopify emails. I do know that Klaviyo I think has a free option where you can customize the templates to make them look a little bit nicer than what comes with just Shopify's generic view. And then again, I mentioned Spently as one of the apps that we use. It's a paid app. Um, and I'm sure there's others you can use out there to customize those emails. And with a platform like Shopify, that's usually done within the platform in that kind of order confirmation section. And I'll put a link on the blog as to all those apps and some suggestions on um, some how-tos on how to do that in case you're looking at trying to do that. But I definitely think that's the first one you should go for adding some sort of promotion or call to action in. The second most opened email is abandoned carts. So if you don't have an abandoned cart sequence on your website, you need to do this now. Now, what is an abandoned cart? Let's start there. And I didn't know this until I was into kind of e-commerce retail that this actually happened. But let's say your customer goes on your website and adds a couple of things into their cart and then starts the checkout process. They put in their email address and then they decide, mm, I don't know, I'm going to close the tab. I'm going to go for a walk with my dog. And I don't know, whatever they're doing. Maybe they went out for a cocktail, who knows? And what it does is it basically triggers an email or in some cases an email sequence um, reminding them about their cart or, you know, serving them up with an offer. These emails are also very highly open because, um, they're very relevant. Somebody recognizes it right away because you were just on their website. 
Um, and so it's an opportunity to educate, inspire, maybe get their attention again, um, to share a coupon code where appropriate or invite them to ask any questions. There's really a great opportunity here. By default, Shopify comes with one that you customize in the Shopify platform, but you can also do sequences. Although I will say right now, the sequence through MailChimp isn't working, at least for us, through the ShopSync app because MailChimp and Shopify, if you're listening to this um, in May, yes, we're still in May, um, isn't working really properly anymore together. So um, I think it's best to have a sequence of emails to, you know, get immediately send something out to somebody to just remind them that their stuff is in their cart um, and not to miss out kind of thing or invite any questions. And then you can kind of do a tiered thing. So if a couple of days go by and they still haven't closed their cart, then you can send them another email, maybe offer them free shipping. And maybe in the last one, give them a small gift with purchase. You know, you can decide what works for your business, but leverage those abandoned cart emails. They're really easy to set up. They sound really arduous, but I promise you they're not. I'm going to link to a resource from Shopify, which is awesome, which talks about how to set these up. And it also gives you some examples of them that you can use to make your own. And one of the things I would suggest doing is maybe mapping these out on paper. I know that sounds really weird, but I like to look at things kind of as a flat lay view when I'm doing like sequenced emails. So even just taking a marker and a couple of sheets of paper and kind of like, you know, seeing what a customer would see and seeing if that flow makes sense. Um, cause oftentimes like I find when I read stuff on screen, it just doesn't like click as well, but I like to see it on paper first. And once you have that good to go, you can work on designing it or hire somebody to do it. Um, and then definitely test it before you send it out and make sure you play around with the timing and see what works and um, subject lines and stuff like that. But again, I will link to some resources um, on the blog post if you want to check that out as well. So hopefully you can't hear that motorbike in the background. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm recording in my condo today and it is, uh, there's somebody who has a chopper in my building and it's really loud. Um, so the last email that's really highly open that I want to talk about is the welcome email. So when somebody signs up to your list, Typically, if they're in Canada, there'll be a double opt-in, which means there's a confirmation of them signing up. And a lot of the um, EU kind of rules like require this, basically. Um, in the States, it's not necessarily required, but I think it's a great practice to have somebody confirm that they opt in into your list. Even if they're not, um, the first email that's sent right after somebody signs up, that is a really highly opened email. So that is a huge opportunity for you to do something amazing. And I would say in that email specifically, you don't want to sell. So unlike the first two emails I talked about, you know, where you're kind of pushing an offer or asking them to do something, this is your opportunity to inspire them or really start to build some connection with your customer. So it's a great time to share more of your story, your why, like why you started this brand why you're so passionate about this product, um, who you are as a business owner, if you feel comfortable sharing that and you know what the values are of your brand and maybe share some really great free content or something that you've developed for your customers that would really make their day better, awesome, happier, brighter, whatever. Um, developing that email I think is really important. And if you want to go super pro with it, you can develop a whole welcome series where you have a whole bunch of emails that kind of follow that and 
we would call it like a drip campaign where it kind of sends an email every couple of days or every seven days or something throughout a bunch of sequences. And can you can really tell a, a true story around that. A lot of people will tack on some sort of promotional offer at the end of that welcome series, which I think is appropriate if it's been long enough. But you definitely don't like you don't want to like come out of the gate and be like, oh, thanks for signing up for my email list. Buy this t-shirt. Like it's just very weird. You want to really work with where people are. Just think of, think of your customers as real people just like you. Like how do you want to be spoken to when you sign up for a newsletter from, you know, that brand you've been following for a while? Um, do you really want to be served up unless you're, I guess, unless specifically you're signing up for an offer code or something like that. I'll say that's the exception, but do you want to be served up with like promotions right away? Maybe not. So think about what works best for your customer and what they would find engaging and inspiring and definitely lead with value. That's my best advice. You know, for us at Encircled, we're revising our welcome series right now. But one of the things we have in there is like our top 10 most popular blog posts. So instead of sending somebody like, hey, we have a blog here, go read all our posts, which is like really time consuming. And our customer is super professional. They're very busy. They got a lot on the go. They don't have time for that. So instead, I'm going to do the work for them. And I'm going to pull the top 10 most read, most valuable, most awesome posts. And I'm going to put them in an email so they can save that and go back to that later if they're looking for some good reading material. Now that's value. So there's many, many ways to do this. I'll link to, again, some resources in the show notes that you can get some inspo on welcome email or welcome sequence. Um, and definitely I love testing it out on other people. So um, again, you want to test the welcome series for sure. But what I mean testing it on other people is going to other people's websites and testing their welcome series. So be it a product-based business or a service-based business, test them all. Don't just rely on product-based businesses to be good at stuff like this because quite honestly, some of them are the worst. Like the big brands in particular are really bad at this. Um, it's those small brands that do some really great work in this area. And then I would say more than anything, look to those service-based businesses for inspiration because they work in a totally different business model, yes, but they're still dealing with humans, still dealing with customers, and they've got a great way of nurturing a customer, which I think is you can learn a lot from as a product-based business owner. So one I would recommend checking out for sure is Jenna Kutcher. I will link to it in the show notes, but apparently she has a six-month welcome series, which is bananas. I've signed up for her list before and I don't think I've gotten an email in a while from her, but I definitely got a bunch and she's one who definitely leads with value as well. And she has a whole podcast episode about um, emails, a couple of them, I think. So I'll also link to those too. So lots of resources in this quickie episode I just did for you. So thank you so much for listening to episode 13, the most opened emails you're not using and head on over to at Brave and Boss and find our latest post and comment on it with what email you're going to start working on tomorrow because I'd love to see how you take action after this episode. Thanks for listening and have a good day. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.